Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Victory. Victory is a German band from Hanover. This band has been unleashing their fury since 1985. And now, this band has released Gods of Tomorrow, a total masterpiece. And here is my interview with the great Herman Frank. Do it, do it, do it. 
ask you too is it because of the solo work that victory has taken such a long time to release an album on me um is it because of the solo work that you have been doing is that the reason uh victory has been put on hold for so long no um the, the, the former singer, Yogi Pagarita, is the latest, latest, latest one. Um, he got really problem with his voice. He was a he was a funny, crazy, just rock and roll guy. So he went from zero to hundred. As soon he grabbed his microphone, full power, no practice at all, drinking it back home. <laughs> After a couple of years, doctor said, "Hey," and he showed up in the studio. Then, ah, was the voice like? You, you, I can't do it. And so he went to the doctor, and the doctor said, "Hey, you are you are in deep, uh, deep. Um, you have big problems, and you better stop singing right now, or you're gonna lose your voice at all." So that was the end. Then we had, we had to we waited because we had been friends for one two years. He went to doctors from doctor to doctor, and it didn't come back. So it's it was not possible for him to to go on on his career. Um, I mean, yeah. What what can you do? You know, I uh, it took me a year, year two. Then I came up with the idea and said, okay, I'm ready. I'm looking for a new singer. But that also took me a couple of years. I tested a couple of guys. Um, it's not that easy to replace Charlie Yoon and right. Fernando Gonzalez. The only ones. I mean, they're pretty good singers, as everybody know. And, and then over and in between, I was doing except I was doing my solo work. But all over the times, people asked—they uh, kept asking me, "Hey, why, why don't you come up with a new picture? Some great band and blah blah. We want to hear some new songs." I said, "Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying as best as I can do." And then all of a sudden, I played a show with Herbert Frank in the south of Germany on a festival, and I entered the venue, and there was a support band playing, and I stopped there and and, and started listening because this singer. It just came straight up in, 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 from my ear to my brain. And I watched the whole set they're doing. And I said, yeah, that's the one. He's good looking, best age, good stage acting. And on top, he got a really good voice. And so I kept I started talking after the show, after his set to him and say, hey, why don't you want to try to, to join Victory? I want to put the band together again. And so he said, hey, Rose, he was very excited and it was fun. And when I was back from the show, I sent him a couple of playbacks from the, the classical songs, uh, Temples of Gold, Jackson and Mayer, and Don't Tell the Lies, stuff like that. And two, day, two or three days later, he sent him back, recorded with his voice, and I closed my eyes and said, that's Fernando. He sounded so similar to, 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 the, to this guy. I said, yeah, bingo. <laughs> so then we... We were, but the plan was actually not right now, right from the start to record an album. We wanted to to start with a couple of anniversary shows because uh, Culture and Tampas, they got, I guess, 30, 30, 30 anniversaries, something like that. Yeah, but then, so we did a test show at Festival, went out pretty good. One week, one week later, the Corona showed up. Everyone, everything was stopped. Everything was down. And so, yeah. After the first week of weeks of depression, you know, <laughs> usually you start again because I'm I'm a guy who's looking forward. And I said to myself, okay, 
let's spend the time and, and use the time to come up with the album. We want to do it anyway. And then I started to, to write some songs. And I have to say, after I've, read, I've, I've wrote two, three, four songs of the new album, I felt like coming home. Because I spent it in the last decade more or less on the classic metal. Right. <laughs> A lot of riffs like really heavy riffs. And then I had to remind myself to my roots, you know, where oh, I came sure. from. And, but after four songs, I felt like coming home. It was so easy and it's still in my DNA. And I was really happy there. So, as I, as I used to say in the early days, uh, there are two, two, two uh, uh, hearts beating in my chest. One for rock and roll, one for metal. Awesome, well, that's a tomorrow on the title track. Um, could you tell me how you came up with the idea for it? <laughs> when I was sitting, when I was sitting down in the morning, it was breakfast in my guitar at home. It was my little amp in my in my flat, and I do it this uh, not not that often than in the early days, but um, still four, five, six days, six times a day. I start with half an hour with coming up, warming up, you know, and mm-hmm. then. In the middle of, you, 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 you just sham around and, and all of a sudden there's, there's a riff. And I always start, mostly I always start a, a song with, with any kind of riff, a guitar. Because I think a good song needs a good guitar riff. And then I recorded normally these days on my iPhone very quick. And sing to it, and play the guitar. Right. And then I go to my studio. And when I do have time in the studio, I, I have to start to work it out. And some of these songs, they've been done in a day. Some uh, they had been done in three hours. And some of some of them, they had been taken three weeks <laughs> in twenty-five versions, <laughs> stuff like that, like the normal process. Uh, once, once in a while, you get lucky, and God, God of tomorrow, I got lucky, because uh, this riff gave me this impression of this faster beat and and this uh, power in it, and this freshness and stuff like that. And for the freshness, I no, I did it as the I, I've done it like the last ten years. I mostly keep the demo guitars. When you create a song, when you just record it the first time. These guitars have the most energy, and that's what I'm looking for. And, and I think, yeah, on, on God's of Tomorrow, these are the demos guitar. Actually, ninety percent of the guitars are the demo guitars, also the leads. I don't fiddle around that much. I just improvise, and if, if, it's, if I do like it, yes, they leave it. <laughs> Another one, my. Another one of my favorite tracks is Unconditional Love. I wanted to know if you could speak about that song. Yeah. Imagine if we would have come, uh, if we would have recorded this uh, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and imagine if, if, if Whitesnake would play the song. I mean, it's a typical, kind of like classic song, like in the oldest, older in the 80s, 90s. It's a real, real, Rock and roll, I've had um, a rock and roll song, you know. It's a classic rock song. And um, as I said, um, it reminds me a little bit of this Whitesnake uh, feeling and stuff like that, you know. Sure. And I really do. I mean, people actually, uh, they're calling out this song 
mostly the most. If you had to pick your favorite track, if I had to box you in a corner, what would it be? Mad. I think it's about fifth, sixth, or seventh song. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But this got a special feeling to it because it's um, uh, the vibes are so different in this one. It's, it's so I don't know the don't know the exactly the words in English, but there's a theme rolling all all through the song. I didn't and I keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling, and in the end, it's it's, it's a build up and, and a very nice chord. And uh, actually, on this song, I'm really proud of the the, the leads part. Because I came up with the best melody ever, and I guess I, I, I guess we will try to let people go, sing, sing along to this when we do it live. I, it's definitely a track I want to do live. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And uh, speaking of uh, going live, um, are there any plans set up yet? <laughs> there have been a, a lot of plans since two years. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got a chance, uh, I guess, three weeks ago, we got the first chance to do three shows, one in Germany, one in Belgium, one in France, uh, festivals and one world, and one headliner show. And it was so amazing feeling. It, it was, un, uh, I mean, I couldn't tell. I, 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 I can't describe how hard it was. After waiting for half of one and a half years, and then we showed up on the stage, it was fantastic. And people loved it. And... This, this this was the, the second, the third, and the fourth show for the new band. So we, I had been a little bit nervous. Um, how, how people are gonna react to this uh, new thing? But they, they, they freaked out and they really loved it. And we got nice pictures, good, good stage acting, everything. But <laughs> a week later, everything was closed down again. Wow. Yeah. So and. I mean, you can imagine if you go out on the road, you're taking pictures with hundreds of people, getting really close to them. And after we uh, after we went back home in the van, everybody says, "Hope we are healthy." Right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know if you speak- people are right now on tour, and I hear from a couple of, of, of bands they got COVID. Really. Yeah. That's a shame. Friends, it's a... friends of mine told me they had been uh, on tour in England. Yep, they went back home I... after 10 days of quarantine. I did an interview with David Reese a few weeks ago. I wanted to know, did you ever get to meet him? Sure, I met him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it took me 30 years. It, it took him 30 years. Actually, I came up I guess last, uh, last last autumn or something like that. Because I, I, I mean, I'm normally a guy. I'm 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 used to work nearly every day doing doing climbing. If I have to have to sit around for three four days, I get nervous. <laughs> uh, rather than I go for holidays, mm. so I hadn't been I hadn't been allowed to go for holidays because no traveling was allowed. Then I came up with this thing. Uh, I, I have to do something. I, I mean, I do have so much rich and so much song. What can I do? And then I rem- uh, remembered me. Uh, I remind me to David, and I said, because I, I always listen to his stuff, what he was recording, and never met him. And if he starts singing, he's a he's a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Somehow, and he got so much feelings in his voice, so much bluesy stuff, and so on, and said, oh, 
well, that would be nice, maybe. <laughs> so, so I, I watched, I, I searched on Facebook, wrote him a, 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 a message over with Messenger, and noted and said, Hey, David, it's Herman Frank. We know each other, in each other for 30 years now. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, he was quite surprised. And then we started phoning and stuff like that. And uh, I got a chance to visit him, I guess, was it, it was in May this year, the first time. I went down to Italy because he's living in Italy right now since a couple of years and we met and it was I was really surprised how nice this this guy is and what kind of guy he is I mean we felt like brothers yeah Yeah, it's just a great guy it's one of a kind and very passionate for what he does yeah and if he's a rock and roll man and he's silver (laughs) <laughs> so uh, sober, sober. He's sober. Yes. Oh yeah, that's a typical word for for, for German people. And and uh, I mean, hey, he went to rock and rock and roll double as double as much as I did. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I wanted to know uh, what can victory fans look for next. Actually, we uh, we uh, there's a tour set it up end of January. 18 days. We we did it. We did it. Um, um, we did, we wanted to have a short tour because nobody knows if it's gonna happen. If it's not gonna happen these days, so if you book 30 days, you really lose a lot of money if they cancel it. Sure. So we went for 16, 18 days. Uh, let's uh, let's keep fingers crossed that it will happen. Right now, it doesn't look that good. Wow. Yeah, Germany is in a bad situation these days. The most, uh, the most baddest situation ever. We never got this high incidents before. We had uh, over 400, 450, stuff like that. Is it uh, the variant that's causing the problem there right now, or? It's, uh, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I guess it's the Delta or the Omicron or, or the okay. whatever, whatever variation, but they have, uh, they had uh, 70,000 uh, uh, cases a day. Oh my goodness! That's yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, people are stupid. Some of the, some of the people are just stupid. They don't want to get the vaccination that they're not asking for, and, and how? I mean, they 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 they, they ruin so many so many careers and and companies. It's unbelievable. Sure, and uh, you know one of the things that got hurt in the United States here is a lot of. Music clubs ended up getting shut down initially because they couldn't play by in them. It's the same situation over here in Europe. I mean, promoters, would you book a band and and then maybe, I mean, people are afraid to, to go for the shows. I mean, if you imagine, if, you, if you're in a club of 500 people and I light up a cigarette in the, in the end of a corner, everybody was going to smell it in the whole club hmm. so the same fucking virus yeah and it's a it what's in the united states i've only got to see uh two shows since corona and that was i seen got to see butcher babies and i got to see uh i'm in human condition live and um both of them they did tests at the door or you showed your card yeah it's still it's still a high risk uh, I guess these days 
And as I said, especially as if you're an artist, you have to you have contact with everyone. You know, oh, everybody expects that. Shake hands. Oh, great show. Hugging, kissing. Not that maybe kissing. Hopefully, all the not the guys. <laughs> but hey. If you if you go on tour in Russia, also the guys they they, they kiss you. <laughs> They're strange over there. I wanted to ask you. You've had a great career. I wanted to know um, what's the best advice you was given along your way in your career. For me, or for, for just giving advice to somebody? Um, that someone gave you along the way. An artist maybe had said uh, something to you that. You took to heart. The mark of a sentence was for Michael Wagner, the producer. He did accept and, and, and extreme and stuff like that. And in the early days, I worked with him on Boss of War. And, and he said, uh, maybe it's hard to translate. I, I just try. You don't, don't have you don't have just a shit. Uh, you give a shit. It has a smell too. <laughs> That says all. I mean, if, right. if you're gonna start something, you have to do it with the whole, with, with everything you have, with every power. You have to go for it. And and from talking, uh, just talking doesn't make a band famous. Right. Yeah, you have to put the goods out there. Yeah, guess so. And I want also want to ask you. We were talking about the road. Can you tell me uh, any funny road stories that you could share? <laughs> how long how long will this, this interview gonna be? <laughs> I'll settle for one. There's so many funny things and bad things, you know. Uh, if, if everybody could, I mean, if you're out there for a couple of decades, you might write a book, but I, I won't. I mean, I leave this up to to the famous people, to the real star. And once in a while, uh, 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 give an answer, like a, fu a funny answer I heard from Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, I, I even can't remember. <laughs> but there was one fun story, funny story. In the older band, for, uh, for older Victory, that uh, Fernando Garcia was singing. So he got a little bit of a problem with his weight, because he loves food. He, lo he, he loved food. So we all also always say, hey, you have to be in front of stage, hey, you have to be good looking. In a good shape, uh, he said. Uh, uh, I, I eat, I eat. like like the, the singer from 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 Motley Crue. <laughs> uh, so we had a we had a show in Vienna, and it was a kind of like wooden stage or something, what whatever. And he jumped around, and everybody was jumped around and acting on stage. And I, I I was doing the lead and closed my eyes and and all of a sudden I had a weird noise. <laughs> turned, turned back down, turned back around. I said, he wasn't that small. I remembered him a little bit taller. <laughs> and he broke through the stage and stick like, like the, till, till his head is down to, to the stage. And everybody turned around and we, everybody started in the band laughing. I mean, it was so, it was so strange because we, we always told him, hey, you don't have to eat that much. So <laughs> then he brought up the, the stage and we had to stop and because uh, we, we had to help him out to come up on stage again. Oh my goodness. That was one, maybe a funny moment or the other a scary moment. Mm -hmm. He didn't hurt himself that much, but hey, 
we could we had to start this song again. And he stopped chopping around foot at this stage. If I was to visit Germany, what would be your recommendation for a food to try? As I'm born in Franconia, in Bavaria, I guess um, that's really special thing. Uh, it's called Schäufele. Uh, and I, I, even, I even can't translate it. You can't. You have to go for Google. Schäufele would be spelled S-C-H-A with a point, a U. An F, an L, an E. That's the most best, the most thing ever. Or the Franconian bratwurst. Maybe you heard about the word bratwurst. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Bratwurst and sauerkraut. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, best beer of Germany. Can't tell. There are so many breweries uh, around uh, around in Germany, also private ones, little ones, big ones. Uh, every region has a famous, famous brewed beer. I mean, you can't tell. And there are a couple of regions, if you say, for example, in Düsseldorf, you want to have a Kirsch, they beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> you, better start, you better start running. <laughs> yeah, really. They're really straight about some in some regions. I mean, mm. it looks for most of the people that make fun out of, out of it, you know. But also in Hanover, we have, I guess, three or four different breweries, local ones. And so in one part of the, the, the city, they only drink to Hanover. That's the best. And if you cross, cross the, the border of this, this region, then drink it another type of beer. Mm. Or if you go for. for is it football or soccer? You call it a soccer. Yes. If you go for the state, um, yeah, yeah. You better watch out which kind of which kind of beer you drink. <laughs> <laughs> People are getting really serious about this. Wow. Um, what's the best way to get the album and merchandise in the United States? Fly over to Germany and buy some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm working right now. Um, there's a, it's, uh, I guess this this end of this week there will be a, be a shop open. Uh, I, I talked to a, a company in Hamburg, and they can order some stuff, some some shirts and stuff like uh, whatever you want to, whatever they they, they, they have had in a stop shop. I, I guess we go we start with two shirts, you know. Uh, and, and a couple of uh, signed CDs and stuff like that. It's called Ballroom. Okay. And um, I also wanted to ask you... Um, the, the thing, thing will show up in, in the internet and on the Facebook side and on the website. I okay. guess people can, can see that. Okay. And uh, I also wanted to ask you... Uh, have you... Uh, had a chance to uh, speak to Udo in the last few years. He, he lives not quite next to Hanover, so uh, it's it's and and I hope to uh, actually there was planned a festival, the Metal Fest, I guess in in, in Czechoslovakia. Then I would have showed up with Herman Frank and Victory at the same time uh, or the same day, and mm. Udo was also on the, on the lineup. Maybe I would have met him there. Maybe it's next year then in, in, in June. Maybe that's the next chance to talk to him. But he's living on, I guess, Ibiza. That's a little island in, in, in the Mediterranean Sea. 
would what I have heard. And that not didn't have a chance to talk to him lately. I do have his phone number. I mean, when, when he called me four years ago, mm-hmm. I, I didn't pick up. So I missed <laughs> a chance to join his band. <laughs> <laughs> As everybody say, don't call me, I call you. Well, I was, well, I was curious as to how his health was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, I would, would, would pick up the phone. Hey, <laughs> hey, if you this interview, please call again. Call again. <laughs> Give it another tip. <laughs> and lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could get a message to your Victory fans, what would you give to them? Please give it a chance to listen to the new album. It has the same vibe like the famous albums, Akashic Kid and Elephant and Tapas of Gold. And some, or actually the, a lot of people say, this album sounds fresher and may, minimum the best, minimum the same like the older albums. And it's, uh, the singer is fantastic. He's just fantastic. And uh, for, uh, just want to give you a, 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 maybe a good advice. Stay healthy. Don't kiss each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't give heart that much. <laughs> and just keep a little distance so maybe the the, the, the bands uh, have a chance to get on going to uh, again yes I think uh, you know every, the bands are itching uh, and, and the bands on the are other hand, on the other hand it gives you uh, the chance in the early days I mean uh, j- j- just think about if you can't see a band live then put on your, the record on, a, on, your, on, your, on your record player and sit in front of it on a chair or on a floor and just listen to it, the whole album, in one row. Yes. And look for, and look just the, 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 the what is it called, um, the, the booklets, what they've written in, what, what's written in there, and, and just think about it. And just imagine in front of your, in, in with close eyes, how it could be live. Not only be uh, live in a show and hold up your Just would kick kick all the iPhones away. Oh, sir. Sure. 
I agree. It does take so much that, from that, it. That thing makes me really angry. It makes me I feel mean, take, old. Take pictures of this nice. Everybody should have a chance to, to do some pictures, three, five pictures, you know, yeah. that's okay. But filming, it makes you, you feel nervous on stage. Mm. And you don't try to play that good as, as, as you used to play. And I think also, you know, you mentioned about albums is that, you know, that's something that, you know, uh, people of our generation, we look forward to that. I looked forward to taking that plastic off and and checking out the album, the gatefold, looking at everything and listening to the album as a whole because I think one of the things that some fans have forgotten is that you work as hard on track one as you did on track eight. And, uh, and especially if you're doing some sort of concept album, if you piece it apart on Spotify or something like that, you miss the whole story and what's going on, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, we're living in, in strange times, you know? I mean, people should, should if, if I would go for, for a live show, I want to enjoy the show and see what's going on on stage, you know, and keep it, keep it, catch it with my eyes. And I'm not going for a workshop for, for uh, cheap movie makers. Right, exactly. People are, uh, I can't, I can't understand. And if I watch a show, I mean, I buy me a ticket, uh, I buy me a ticket for Scorpions, there would be easily maybe a, 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 a chance for guest list, but I don't do this. I support, also, I support all the bands. If I go for concerts, I buy the ticket. And if I go for Scorpions, maybe I've taken one picture, but the, I'm, I'm still watching the show just without sure. iPhone in front. Well, I wanted to thank you very much for speaking with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Actually, you got a nice t-shirt. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, it's uh, it... Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. Cool. Yeah. So you're really, really fan of them, huh? Yes, very much so. I, uh, I wear their colors. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he's a he's the <laughs> He's the man. Okay, I, I appreciate that you're taking your time. I, I really enjoyed it. Good questions. I do love it. And maybe see you. It's a small world. Absolutely. I hope to talk to you again real soon. Maybe maybe takes a takes a couple of months. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Until I come up with the next album, but I guess there's, there's already in the next album in, in line. That is great. I'll look forward to it, and thank you again, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. See you. Cheers. Take care. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button, and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.